Thanks for joining us for another Summit Point episode in our series of episodes with Summit Point, the Behavioral Health Authority in Calhoun County, Michigan. Many of the episodes we featured in this series have focused on Summit Point itself, its programs, its staff. We're going to add to that a sub-series, you might say, a group of episodes called Community Connections that focus on the number of connections that Summit Point has in the communities around Battle Creek and Battle Creek itself, certainly Calhoun County. Today, we're focusing on a connection between Summit Point and Battle Creek Pride. Amy's here from Summit Point, and Dina is here from BC Pride to talk about that. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Amy, what is the goal of the partnership between Summit Point and BC Pride? So we'd like to talk about how we want to reach out to a lot of different organizations throughout the community, each for their own specific reason, but all for the same reason, which is to make sure that we are reaching everybody that we should or could be serving throughout the county um, and making sure that they can help filter and reach other people um, through the connections that we have. We want all of our organizations to know that we are open, that we have services um, that we can provide for each different organization, and then the initiatives that we have that are open countywide to anyone, not just our normal um, Medicaid-eligible recipients. But like I said, the goal is to make sure we're reaching enough people. And sometimes they might be in another organization where someone can say, hey, you're eligible. You should be you should be talking to our friends at Summit Point. And also for crisis services. We want as many people as possible to know that we're here for when you're having a crisis. In particular, in this case, BC Pride, for example, BC Pride is an event, certainly, but Really, what we're talking about is focusing on those who identify as LGBTQ, right? Correct. So, Dina, that means something to you, I presume, because having a connection, a community connection like Summit Point, where folks might need to avail themselves of assistance, this connection helps. Indeed, it really does. Um, There are so many needs in all sectors of the population, for sure. With that being said, different parts of the population have different needs and our community is one of those sectors of the population. You know, there are things like pronoun usage that is for a lot of people that are outside of the LGBTQ plus community. That's kind of a newer concept or a newer way of um, addressing folks or doing things. And so that's really important. Using somebody's given name at birth isn't always the name that they go by today. So that's very important. And in our community, it's really important for us to know that we can send somebody to another organization within our broader community and they're safe and they're taken care of and they're assisted properly. Um, There's lots of organizations in Battle Creek, especially. There's a lot of nonprofits here that serve our community. And we've been building these bridges and these relationships with several organizations over the past few years. And it's really important to know that our folks, when they have a need or a crisis situation, depending on what's going on, that they can go there and know that they're going to be treated with dignity and respect. That's just really, really important. And it's very much appreciated. We don't always get that everywhere we go. And it's really important to know 
that our folks don't have to walk in there and be afraid and be scared when they're already having some issues happening. And that should not be one of them. Yeah, I think that's probably what you were alluding to, Amy, in the beginning and in your broad description about partnerships in the community. As far as LGBTQ is concerned, there were things that had to be taken into consideration in order for folks to feel comfortable with Summit Point, right? Absolutely. A couple of things that are happening here on our email signatures for staff. We can put our preferred pronouns in there. We are, we are asked to just put that in there. Um, so people have that automatically. But also all of our wonderful support staff are the people who answer the phone. They're the people who greet you when you come in the door for an appointment. And um, they've been asked to ask for a birth date and a last name. And then they can figure out as soon as they pull that up, that's enough information. Um, your birth date and your last name is enough that then they can see what that person's preferred pronouns and what their um, preferred name is. They don't have to say what their legal or given or birth name was. They can just, there's not any confusion about that. That's actually enough information. And that just really says to me that we're trying really hard to get past, um, let's, let's treat this person like they want to be treated and let's get them the treatment that they deserve here, um, for whatever other issue they're here to, to be seen for. And let's not let, let's take all that stress out of that whole process of how am I going to get Give my name, you know, let's just take that away. And that's how it was explained. We need to make people comfortable as soon as they come through the door. And that's what's going to help. Mm-hmm. So I, I find that really, really great on part of, um, you know, those people who are the first line that you meet when you come through the door. Dina, were you seeing folks who identify as LGBTQ who were reticent to seek help for something that might even be urgent? in terms of behavioral health, because they weren't sure of the place they should go. And for the reasons that both of you have articulated. Yes. Some of the old way of thinking, and sadly in the mental health field, is that this can be explained away. There's a reason that you're feeling like this. You weren't really born this way. Um, It's a behavior versus who you are. And I still hear people that don't seek the mental health services that they probably need because of some of those old ideas and those that old way of thinking. And I've heard that more than once. So yes, it's it's very true. Any therapists in some point or outside of some point that I know if you are LGBTQ friendly, we need to know. We need to know that we can send somebody to you. Here's some options and that you're going to take care of that person and teach that person, you know, treat that person with dignity and respect and kindness and support. So, yeah, it happens way more than I would like to say that it happens, sadly. And this doesn't (laughs) surprise you, Amy, I'm sure. This was the whole point of this partnership, right, was to maybe look at uh, something like the email signature and the and the pronouns listed and your procedure when people call. But it, it goes beyond that, doesn't it? To try and figure out how do you remove these barriers so folks who need to avail themselves of what you do can do that. Absolutely. Another facet that it opens up is we want to be sure that people who might want to work here will know mm. that we're open and that we're 
um, do treat everybody with dignity and respect. And we don't want you to be afraid to say, I, I want to work there because I don't know how he'd be treated. We want to make sure that we're doing this for our own staff, that we're not just outward facing, that we're inward facing with them as well. We want you to know that as a, as a colleague, we want to know what your pronouns are and we want to be able to treat everybody with respect as a coworker. It goes all across the board. So, uh, Dina, you sort of intimated that um, the tide has turned a bit, that uh, this illustration of this partnership between Summit Point and uh, BC Pride and the, and the LGBTQ community is changing. So do you see, just like we were discussing a moment ago, some people might have been reticent to seek the assistance they need. Do you see that changing now? I do see it changing. Maybe not as fast as I personally would like to see it change. I'm a huge advocate for mental health services. I think, I don't care what your background is. I am a firm believer that we all need it in some way. We all need somebody to talk to and somebody to talk to probably in a professional way, regardless of our backgrounds. I think it's good for everybody. That being said, I would like to see it changing faster. That's my personality. But I do see it changing. I don't see people being so afraid. I don't see people trying to figure things out for themselves and trying to just struggle through whatever it is that they're struggling through. And thank God for that. When you're in pain, this shouldn't be added pain. This shouldn't be an added struggle to whatever you're already struggling with. And so I'm just so incredibly grateful that it is changing and that work is being done and partnerships are happening and that the culture is changing in our community as well, that it isn't such a scary thing to go talk to somebody and here's some places you can go. And Summit Point is one of those places. Our community is notoriously underinsured for lots of different reasons and we need to have options and thank goodness Summit Point is one of those options for us. Amy, some of the things you've done have been small. Some of the things you've done have been big. The connection is here now. You look at this a couple of years down the road, what would you hope to see as a result of the partnership? We want to continue to be at their events. We want them to be at our events. Um, we want them to not hesitate um, to come through the doors and tell us if there's something that we need to know. Again, it's just we just need an honest and open dialogue back and forth. Like our Suicide Prevention Coalition, sometimes they meet over in the BC Pride building. Um, we want to be able to just show up when they need us, and we want them to um, be here when we need them. They have great programs, great services that we can refer our people to as well um, for support and for needs. You know, we're doing a lot of the behavioral health, but, you know, they have their closet that they run and they have groups and coming out groups for kids and ways to make kids do, you know, transitioning um, easier if that's where they are in their lives and just accept it. And we just want to be able to continue that back and forth and see each other all the time because we're at a lot of events together. And um, I know that we do a lot of things we like to actually have our booths next to each other sometimes you know we're safe and we know you're safe so let's be here together dina you are a leader in the community folks who identify as lgbtq look up to you what would you say to someone now who is on the fence about seeking mental health assistance even if it's at some point or somewhere else speaking from my own experience what i would say is it never hurts to talk. It never, ever hurts to sit down and talk to somebody. If you don't feel like it benefits you, that's okay. You don't have to continue. But give it four or five sessions. Give it a go for a handful of times at least. See how you feel. And I will bet a million dollars you'll feel totally different. 
And from my own experience in getting good therapy many years ago, I would not at all be who I am today. And I fully believe 100% that the person that I saw as a therapist really, she changed my whole entire life. And I don't say this to sound dramatic, but I feel like she saved my life. And I don't mean in the sense that I was suicidal or like I was just spiraling in this hole. I don't mean it in that sense. But what I do mean is that I was not in a healthy situation. I didn't know that it was an unhealthy situation. And I may have still been there today had I not been given tools and understood one, why I was in the situation and two, how I got there and three, how to make changes if that's what I chose to do. And I'll be forever grateful for her as long as I live. And I personally have a really great mental health help story. I'm all about it. Boy, I don't think there's anything more to say. (laughs) I think you have uh, summed it up so well. We appreciate that opportunity. So Folks, if Dina or Amy or both have uh, got your wheels turning a little bit about the idea of seeking out mental health assistance, all you have to do is look at summitpoint.org for more information or go to 175 College Street where First Step is, and that's a 24-hour operation, and you can take the first step, step right in, and they'll welcome you and assist you. Thank you to you both. Thanks for having us. 